Hey, York Alliance Church, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Monday, January 22nd. I hope all of you are recovering from the little snowstorm we had. Looking out my window right now, it looks beautiful out there. Uh, love the snow, love to see it come down. And uh, this is what I remember winter as, as a young young boy growing up in New England. So I uh, hope you're enjoying it as well. Uh, my name is Pastor Mike. I'm one of the pastors at York Alliance Church. If you don't see me regularly, it's because I'm down at Mosaic City Church uh, in the city. Um, we planted a church a couple years ago during the pandemic, and and uh, I lead down there with a couple other pastors, Eric and Sophia Cox. And so, um, but I oversee our missions work at the church. And today, uh, during Missional Monday, I just want to go over something that uh, I was exposed to again at the Converge conference that I talked about uh, last week with Adam Silverman. Uh, and this is something called the Alliance World Fellowship. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the Alliance World Fellowship, but uh, I thought it'd be good to, to just review what that organization is and how it came into being, because it's, it's really fascinating. So if you know a little history about uh, the Christian and Missionary Alliance, uh, it was started uh, by our founder, uh, A.B. Simpson, and um, yeah, he really had a passion for reaching people. Um, the story goes that uh, he was part of a, a prestigious church in New York, wanted to witness to uh, Italian dock workers, some of my people, down on the docks in New York. And uh, when he invited them to his church, the church members didn't want these ethnic groups coming into his church. So he broke off and really just went on his own. No intention to start a denomination, uh, but just to, to seek God. Uh, in a deeper life, in a deeper way, and to reach people with the gospel. That uh, eventually grew into a movement, and in the 1880s, this movement started sending people across the globe uh, to share the good news about Jesus. Uh, Matter of fact, in the late 1880s, the Alliance sent 180 workers. Two-thirds of them were women, uh, and they were sent out to 12 new fields, uh, places we had never been. And so this small movement, it wasn't even a denomination then, uh, started to send people uh, across the globe uh, with the good news of Jesus. Uh, eventually, uh, the movement turned into a denomination known as the Christian and Missionary Alliance. I won't go into a lot of detail uh, about that. But one of the aspects of the alliance, uh, kind of in our DNA, was that we had a heart for the world and we would send missionaries or we call them international workers now, IWs, across the globe to share the gospel. And so over time, as the Alliance sent these workers uh, into these places, local churches were planted, local churches were, were birthed, and people came to know Jesus. And over time, leaders were trained, leaders were raised up, and these churches could stand on their own. And they would go into their own communities and share the good news about Jesus. So, <clears throat> so uh, they, would, they would raise up leaders. They would become self-sustaining, uh, self-propagating. Uh, they could care for themselves. They could reach their own people in their own language. And over time, there uh, wasn't as great a need for um, U.S. missionaries to be there. Uh, because churches were birthed and and local workers were raised up and they were trained and they were reaching uh, their own country with the good news of Jesus. 
And over time, these national alliance churches uh, or organizations uh, grew, and they started sending international workers to other countries. And so over time, as the alliance in the U.S. not only was sending people, um, the work that they had done early on was bearing fruit, and those churches were establishing national alliance churches within these countries and they were starting to then send their own workers into different neighboring countries to, to share the good, good news about Jesus. And that just continued to grow. And over time, uh, the Alliance work across the globe um, bore a lot of fruit. And churches, uh, national churches were born uh, and raised up in these countries. Until in 1975, um, the leaders uh, of the alliance decided, hey, we, we should all get together and, and kind of combine our efforts, combine um, the work that we're doing, coordinate it, organize it. And so in 1975, leaders uh, of these national uh, churches in different countries came to New York. And they had a goal. Their goal was to facilitate uh, cooperation among its members, churches, um, as they worked to fulfill the Great Commission. And so that included things like supporting and encouraging each other in missions and evangelism. It included uh, like a non-legislative means of uh, consulting each other and cooperating across uh, the world with its members. Uh, it meant sharing uh, different insights and concerns um, that were spiritually happen happening throughout the world. And it also was meant to advance unity in the gospel, unity in the work that the Alliance had done over the years, and to uh, kind of join forces, if you will, so that they would be more effective. And so uh, the U.S. Alliance is a part of this group of the Alliance World Fellowship, and again, uh, they gather once a year, I think, uh, to pray, uh, to listen to the Spirit, uh, to share, uh, to, and to plan to go where God leads them. And so it's a combined effort. If you looked at a big picture or a map, you would, you would see that it has uh, 88 countries involved in Alliance World, Alliance World Fellowship. Uh, there's 6.2 million members. Uh, there's roughly 25,000 churches as a part of the Alliance World Fellowship. Uh, they boast 90 theological institutions where, where people are trained and raised up and released. Um, and there's 1,700 missionaries within that circle, within that group. And so um, it, it's just fascinating to think that um, uh, this group of Alliance national churches all across the globe uh, was spurned out of this small movement in the 1880s um, from here in the U.S. And so that's that's kind of a, a big picture of Alliance World Fellowship. When we were at Converge, um, Tim Crouch, the leader of Alliance Missions, talked about uh, how they gather and uh, how they want to um, kind of come together to focus on those areas where God's leading them. So uh, they talked about eight different initiatives uh, globally that the Alliance World Fellowship, uh, including, again, U.S. Alliance, uh, are going to focus on. I can't really speak to those. Uh, Tim wanted us to, to keep those uh, kind of 
unpublicized, but there's there's eight windows, maybe eight new opportunities to think of uh, that the alliance is, is going to be uh, kind of pursuing in this upcoming year, uh, working in tandem with uh, other alliance national churches throughout the world uh, to to see what God's doing. And they're just little sparks of things that that they they see where God is is going and doing things, and they want to join Him in that work. And so. I just thought that was fascinating. It's a rich history. Uh, it's great to know. Uh, and it's great to, to see this picture that, that the Alliance uh, has workers uh, that have raised up churches all across the globe uh, that want to see the gospel uh, go forth and, and produce fruit. And so, so I wanted to share that with you today just as a way of broadening our perspective on uh, U.S. Um, Alliance missions. And then the global work of the Alliance that kind of is under this umbrella of what's called the Alliance World Fellowship, uh, because I just found it interesting. So I hope that uh, is helpful for you as uh, as you uh, settle into um, what the Alliance does, not only at York Alliance, but uh, here in the U.S. and in in the world. And uh, I hope it's an encouragement to you today. As I spoke last week, there's, there's lots of opportunity that the Alliance has um, to uh, go and serve. Uh, Adam talked a little bit about that. Um, but they're, they're really a denomination that is looking to, to send anyone who has a heart for, for reaching people for Jesus, and that could look a lot of different ways. So uh, if, if that's you, if, if you're saying to yourself, you know, I've, I've kind of wanted, I kind of wondered if I could uh, do this or do that or maybe serve in this way, um, love to talk to you about that. You can come and see me. Uh, if you know Adam and you don't know me, you can talk to Adam. Adam can point you my way. We can we can work together to help. Uh, maybe you figure that out. But there's there's a lot of different ways that people go into the world to serve Jesus, and the Alliance is uh, looking uh, to say yes to as many people as they can. So I hope you're encouraged today. Hope you're staying warm. And uh, again, the blessing that God has poured into your life. Uh, I pray that that blessing, which isn't meant to rest on you, would would pour out of you, uh, would be used by God uh, to reach people uh, with the love and hope of Jesus Christ. Peace in Christ be with you.